0: How you doing everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Walk the Line podcast. It's summertime, the summer is out and we are buzzing because it's Freedom Day here in the UK. It's 19th of July, mark it in your calendars. It's a historic day because we are now let loose. The rest of the world have probably been let loose for months now. I know the US have been let loose for a number of months, but we've now cut up. So we're allowed to be out and about without masks on, restrictions have lifted and normality is starting to come back to us. Which is great fun. It's great fun. So as I said, the sun is out. It's a beautiful um, summer here in the UK. Absolutely belting. I'm sweating my ass off. I'm having to get the factor fifty out because the sun is my mortal enemy. It's good fun. Anyway, anyway, let's get back to more important issues instead of hearing me talk about random shit again. This episode is a special one for you guys. This was my radio debut. That's right. That's right. The walk the line show has been picked up by a radio station. That's right. So last week on Thursday was my debut, and this recording is from that show. I've uh, managed to get the recording and gonna upload it for you guys in case you missed it. Now uh, it's this is the radio station is called Voices Radio. You can catch up with them on voicesradio.co.uk. They're a new station, they're very young very exciting time for them and they've got some great ideas so they're uh, they were very kindly enough to give me a show on there which will be on thursdays at 11 o'clock so guys catch up with it hope you enjoy it you'll probably hear a little bit of background noise during the show the reason is is because it's in the heart of king's cross in the middle of london it was a beautiful day they opened up the front doors so you'll hear a little hustle and bustle there Just because people were watching. People literally sitting there watching us do the show. I'm joined by Kim Virgo, a very talented girl. Um, As you can imagine, she was on the show uh, a few months back. So she was kind enough to come on and have a chat with me as well. She was the guest. So guys, enough about this. Enjoy the show. Hope you like it. Catch up VoicesRadio.co.uk. I'll be on there regular occurrence on every Thursday. But I'll still be doing this show and getting all the fun guests and all the fun people and interesting conversations for your enjoyment. So guys, take care. I hope you enjoy it. Hello everyone. My name is Ryan. Thanks for joining us here on Voices Radio. In the heart of King's Cross, this is my first show, guys. Thanks very much for joining us. So if I do, it's a bit weird because I'm used to doing like podcasts and stuff with just a mic and a PC. I've got these, all these kind of turnstiles and knobs and stuff. And I'm, I'm having to keep my hands to myself because I've got, I'm just like one of these like kind of people that see stuff in front of me. I just like, I want to play with it. I'm not really good at night out either because of that reason. <laughs> um, but still, but I'm joined by, I'm um, joined by Kim, Kim Virgo today. Hiya! Hello, hello. We've got a little bit of a show for you. What we try and do on this sort of side of things is uh, talk about st- stuff that's going on in the world today. You know, it's been a crazy week, but also gonna, we've also got a few subjects we want to cover up. So sit back, relax. It's a, it's a Thursday morning and the mean streets of London. I hope you guys are keeping safe and all that sort of stuff. But um, hope you enjoy it and I hope everything's going to go well. So Kim, how's things with you this week anyway?
1: Yeah, things are good, thank you. It's nice to be in King's Cross this early. The street out here is absolutely amazing and beautiful. So, yeah, I'm enjoying having a look around before I got in here today, so it's good.
0: Nice one, nice one. That's cracking, to be fair. Did you watch the football the weekend?
1: I did watch the football at the weekend. I think we all cried inside a little bit, but some cried on the outside too, possibly as well. But
0: I'm going to keep quiet on this one. I'm going to keep quiet on this one.
1: But You're Scottish, you don't have an opinion.
0: <laughs> at least we got there. That's the main thing. We, we, we arrived, we didn't do much. Um, we scored one goal and we didn't even qualify. It's, it's, sometimes I just wish I was born Brazilian. <laughs> You know, I just I think it. everyone
1: does. That's an I amazing game. It
0: does. It does. But it was a bit of a bit of a heartfelt. I mean, coming from Scotland, you know, you get that stereotypical thing of everyone doesn't like you know, doesn't want to do anything with the English and you know, like Scottish English divide and all that sort of stuff. The game itself was great, but I was kinda secret I wouldn't admit it, I'm gonna admit it on live radio now, but I, I kinda wanted them to win it.
1: You did want England to win?
0: I did. My dad is really going to hate me right now. My whole family is going to disown me because of this.
1: I thought that you were an uh, advocate for the Italian team.
0: <laughs> I did actually look for an Italy top, to be quite honest.
1: You did to wind everybody up.
0: I can't blame you. <laughs> well, we, uh, it was only because we had a whole house full. Because we, um, we did it. We, I went your, uh, in your house on Sunday, didn't I? Yeah. Watched the football. It was crazy. I was the only Scottish person there. And uh, it was devastating, especially after it. We've seen all the the hoo-ha after it which it it makes me it disappoints me more than anything I think it disappointed the whole country to be fair doesn't it
1: the whole country is disappointed about it even children that are talking about it my daughter at school has come home and spoken about what's happened since the football with the whole issues that have surrounded it since and the discrimination and things Um, yeah everyone's talking about it
0: it's not right we're not in the 50s anymore guys we're in 2021 it's time to wake up and stop being so I want to say ignorant I think that's the right word. That's a a nice way to put it.
1: Well, the problem is, and this is something that I was discussing with a friend the other day as well, is that, you know, no one is born thinking that way. It's taught. And this is what's sad about it is that people are obviously teaching their kids, uh, sadly, that that is still the case and it shouldn't be.
0: I know, it's terrible, terrible. But um, hopefully... The thing is, is what I did like a bit is Gareth Southgate. He's a bit of a hero, to be quite honest with you. The way he uh, went about the things... During the grip stages, everyone was like, oh no, we, don't, we want him out and all that sort of stuff. But the way he's portrayed and the way he's actually kind of being a bit of a role model more than anything else, I think that's the, probably the best thing that's happened in this tournament is him being a bit of a role model and he's showing that with the team. Um, and I, I think if he doesn't keep going with that job for years to come, I think there's something wrong. He's the, he's the one that should keep that job, show youngsters how to actually well, behave and how to go about it and uh, act with a bit of decorum.
1: Yeah, it's I agree.
0: Decorum. It's a new word I've read.
1: <laughs> oh, well done. It's a
0: new word. I've been reading recently. I have been reading, and it's been quite good. I've been uh, broadening my horizons instead of watching YouTube videos all day. I was say day.
1: educating yourself instead of, uh, look what happens. they fell down the stairs in this YouTube video. <laughs> I know,
0: yeah. But you can't help. The thing is, is, when you watch YouTube, I can't help it. You, you watch a video, <laughs> and then you go down the YouTube rabbit hole.
1: You do. You start watching a video of relevance, then it gets a bit more stupid. Then you might find the occasional educational video in there and you're like, oh, look at that. That one's like, they're falling on their face. I'll click on that one. (laughs) Next, you know, three hours of your night have gone by. What did you do last night? I watched YouTube and I can't really tell you what I watched.
0: Good fun though. Best (laughs) night ever. (laughs) <laughs> Best night ever. So, there's an easy. Right? So we're going to, We've talked about all this. We have got all the, the 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 bits and pieces out. But there's a main topic of the, uh, this. Can I show today? To be honest, that I'll, the one main reason why I got Kim in in the first place, more than anything else. We're coming out. Of, we've got um, Freedom Day is coming up soon. And uh, what's that, the 19th?
1: 19th, next Monday.
0: Next Monday. Everyone's looking forward to it. Eventually, after all this sort of palaver the pandemic and stuff, we're allowed to go outside and actually do stuff. But I've got one problem with that. I am too used to having table service now.
1: Oh God. I don't, I'm it's, it's been perfect for the lazy individual, hasn't it? It's that you great. sit at the table, you get waited on hands and foot. you don't even have to go to the bar and try and wait your turn to get a drink, because you know you'll get seen in the correct order, because they're going to bring it to your table. <laughs> That's like your dream, I would imagine.
0: I'm too used to it, I love it. It's, 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 <laughs> it's literally heaven. <laughs> it's heaven. I'm just like, yeah, that's that's how it should be. It's a be. bit more
1: cultured, let's be honest here, rather than elbowing people at the bar to try and get served and that, or the pretty girl gets served first, or the tallest person gets served first. Let's be honest here.
0: I know, I've not got much cleavage. I can't really, I've tried it before, and it doesn't really work when I try and get the barman.
1: Well, I can see you've got a bit of height on your side, though.
0: I've got a bit of height, but that's that's nothing. That's, that's, I can't write home about that. But yes, it's the table service. The table service is great. So we've got this opening up. Everything's open, but... I think a lot of people are really starting to kind of forget about what's really happened. And, uh, and that's going to be on our kind of mental health side of things more than anything else. Um, we, we've been stuck indoors for, God, what, near enough a year and a half now?
1: Yeah, stuck 18 in, well, months.
0: Got, I wouldn't say stuck indoors. We've been stuck indoors on and off, but we've been restricted more than anything else.
1: It's been a 18 months of restrictions, <coughs> definitely.
0: And it's, uh, it's, it affects people. And people are not talking about it. This is the thing, people are not talking about it. And I don't think people realise themselves. And I'm just getting a look there. That's probably from me as well. I didn't realise myself because I didn't. We're all in the same boat here, guys, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter who you are. We're all in the same boat and we're all having to suffer the same way. And having that sort of side of things and not realising it is probably more damaging to yourself than anything else. And a lot of people don't understand it.
1: No. The thing is, if you've never suffered with anything like that before, you wouldn't necessarily know that that's what's going on. Um, do you know what I mean? You, you wouldn't.
0: No, no, exactly. That's it, because you're so segregated away from life, you don't know what's happening. So it's affecting people in a lot of different ways, especially the mental health, you know. Um, and it's not just because of being stuck indoors, it's the fear, the fear behind it. A lot of people develop certain canals symptoms of stuff not obviously symptoms of uh, COVID and stuff like that but symptoms of a mental health aspect you know the anxiety levels will start to rise
1: the thing is your anxiety levels start to rise and the thing is um, people can say it doesn't there are people that are sceptical and will say that it doesn't but if you've got like if you're anxious and that your body does reflect that you do genuinely get pains in your body you do feel ill you do feel unwell and so it's a vicious circle because then you're like is there something actually wrong with me and it then generates more of anxiety and it just adds to it
0: so i didn't realize that well you can actually f- if you've got anxiety you actually feel pain in your bones yes muscle- really yes that's a new one for me i did not know that i said
1: this is this is why some people end up having things like panic attacks Because they genuinely feel unwell. They feel like they can't breathe properly. They feel ill. They feel you get pains in your body. You get heart palpitations, headaches, blurred vision, um, adversion to lights. There's so many different things that can happen to your body. Um, Feel physically sick, can be sick. Um, And this can all be caused just from anxiety. So then obviously that would make anyone feel anxious if you felt that. You'd be like, well, what's wrong with me? What's going on? It makes it worse.
0: It does, and that's something I... I didn't even fathom didn't even fathom of that to be fair and it's, uh, it's an ongoing issue with everyone actually kind of all these sort of like kind of symptoms and people are suffering from this I mean oh, you don't mind me asking we've obviously known each other for a while and yep. obviously you've suffered from anxiety for well,
1: since I was 12
0: since you were 12 so. and I'm
1: now old at 33 so you know
0: only as old as you feel or the person you feel sort of thing if that makes sense <laughs> but, um, so you so, I mean, you've suffered from it from a, a number of years I mean people that what would you say to people out there who are literally kind of not known about it are a bit in the dark because there's not much information yes there's a lot of governing bodies out there there's a lot of people out there that say oh yeah and charities and stuff like that but there's not really anyone who's actually given any really kind of relevant information to combat it
1: no i mean each area of the country will have their own health service um you know i'm i'm from essex mine is mind health service um i know suffolk has a different one um they're great they offer things like if you um you don't even need to speak to a doctor you can literally self-refer you can ring them yourself if you don't want to discuss it with a doctor it's all over the phone you tell them what your struggles are what you're going on, like what's going on and they will point you down an avenue whether that be maybe now that covid's easing face-to-face therapy um there's been um, therapy over Zoom calls, therapy over the phone, sending you different ways to deal with different things like anxiety and leaving the house. And I think, let's be honest here, there's going to be a lot of um, issues with people feeling like they maybe can't leave the house now um, with what's happened. A lot of people are still scared of what's going on. Everything's easing. Um, But yeah, there's so many different things you can do, but I would just say the main thing that you should do is talk to people, talk to people around you. Everyone is going through the same thing, whether they admit it or not. Everyone has got different uh, uh, levels of anxiety with the current situation, whether that be returning to work, money worries. A lot of people have lost their jobs because of the um, pandemic. Um, Some people are still scared. Obviously, masks are going on the 19th as well. It's not just, you know, things open up more. It is literally everything's open you've got to be able to try and trust yourself that you're going to still try and keep to what you want to do and what you feel comfortable with Mm. and I think that's my concern with it is people are not going to respect that people might still want to wear masks people will say can you stand back from me please people are going to be wary of it and it all ties in with this
0: yeah are you going to be wearing a mask after the 19th
1: On public transport, I can
0: see that. On public transport,
1: on the nineteenth, I will still be wearing um, a mask. I have to get the bus to and from work each day, and I will not be sat there without a mask on absolutely will have a mask on. Um I work in retail. Um it's up to my shop what they decide to do. But I've said to them I don't mind wearing a mask as long as they get our aircon fixed <laughs> oh
0: Yeah because it's summer now, not it?
1: Yeah. It is summer and with this weather being so close, it's not exactly been nice weather, but it's been so hot. Struggling to breathe at work with a mask on. So part of me is excited for the nineteenth, but I do worry it's gonna be a bit of a free for all. So if I can wear a mask at feel work and feel wear a mask at work and feel safe I will do but they need to get that air sorted. <laughs> well,
0: the one thing I, I'm, I'm kind of worried about when um, the masks are taken off is that if someone like, can upset you you can't like mouth to them, swear words to them you can't see your mouth so you can just, <laughs> someone bumps into you or someone you're talking to you really don't want to talk to everyone's done it, if you listen to this you know, you, you know you've done it guys, you're talking to someone with the mask on and you're just literally mouthing proper profanity at them and they can't see you <laughs> And then I'm going to forget about that. So when the mask come off, I'm just going to tell someone to do one. Literally, I go, oh, sorry, that's, didn't mean that. I have to get used to it all. This is, see, table service is going. I don't like that. And now I'm, I can't swear to people. To their <laughs> face. See, this is the sort of life I lead. It's, it's crazy guys! It's absolutely i crazy. can't say
1: i've had that issue to be honest with you but i'm sure you're probably not the only one
0: i know i know that's it uh, it's like this is uh, the sort of thing we've all learned to.
1: to talk with our eyes now you can tell by someone's eyes like i mean i think eyes have always been like a big factor of a tell on somebody anyway you can not see really. what a person's like but with masks and that we've relied solely on eyes haven't we people's facial expressions
0: so i bet summer is the worst time of year for you <laughs> because people are wearing sunglasses. Ha. Yeah.
1: Counteracted that, but remember. lots of people weren't wearing sunglasses with masks because it's annoying because they steam up. <laughs> so, just saying.
0: That's a true, it's a true <laughs> one. So, a lot of things are going to be changing. So, we've got the mask on. We're getting rid of that. What would you say was the worst thing for yourself going through the pandemic and coming out of it? What are you kind of anxious about everything? Oh.
1: Well, um, what, what am I thinking? Um, <laughs> <laughs> most anxious, probably, about just going back to normal. It is about going back to normal, literally normality. Um, I mean, my anxiety has tended to so- associate with surrounding illness. So mm. something like a pandemic, which we've never seen in our lifetime, where it's literally brought the country to a halt, was pretty terrifying. I mean, when it first all happened and you go into the supermarket and everyone's wearing masks, everyone's got sanitizer, people are wearing gloves in the queue. That's pretty scary and intimidating i didn't even want to go to the supermarket i managed to avoid it for three or four weeks um friends of mine dropping bits and pieces off because they knew how petrified i was
0: home delivery the best thing ever
1: unfortunately that was all booked so i don't know if you remember at the beginning of the pandemic trying to get a home delivery was an absolute nightmare oh, no pasta to no toilet roll no pasta well, i'm
0: not well, my delivery driver know me off by heart you know, I-, I was putting that kid through college <laughs> Honestly, was he, he knew me first name? He was like, "Hi Ryan, how you doing? See me again next week? I'll well, see in a couple of hours, mate. More, more than more next, next tomorrow. See, you in a couple of hours." And <laughs> you know, I mean, I was I was living off McDonald's and Domino's pizzas and pizza huts all day long. It was great.
1: I think we all were a little bit. When things eased, I'm not sure. Right at the beginning, everyone was jumping on the takeaway route. To be fair, because we didn't know how anything spread, we were getting told all sorts, weren't we? We didn't know what was going on.
0: Yeah, but everyone jumped on to the can. I, I'm going to the gym because I put on so much weight during the pandemic. There's two kind of people in the pandemic, really. To be fair, it's the ones that used it as to be lazy as hell. I'm, <laughs> I'm in that category. I'm okay. I'm okay to say that. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. And there's obviously people who like to watch. Jo- uh, was it Joe Wicks? His YouTube channel start doing fitness stuff, and oh, there's obviously oh, a I did watch one.
1: Joe Wicks, but I did do the fitness.
0: Uh, oh, God, God, I can't say that. I can't say that. It's an afternoon show, but. Um, we, um, I actually did it once because uh, when my daughter I've got a six year old daughter oh, she's now turned to six and she was homeschooling homeschooling a six year old is probably the most frustrating thing you can ever do so you have, you have to do your PE stuff so she was like let's do some Joe Wicks so obviously our, the, the ex was like put Joe Wicks on and I was like okay so I gave it a go once never again <laughs> I nearly died I don't understand how that guy can sit and keep doing what he's doing and then do it with that and then live the day as normal I was aching the next day, I only did it for about 20 minutes
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whereas I on the other hand in the first lockdown was loving the fact that the weather was glorious, we were allowed to, I've got a nice garden so I was sat outside in the garden tanning and the rest of the time I was homeschooling my little one which was fun as she's going to secondary school this year so there was the work was getting harder (laughs) and um yeah, and doing my workouts and that, keeping busy.
0: Keeping busy. See, I just keep
1: him be- keeping physically well helps you try and keep mentally well. And that's what, as someone who has suffered, I knew that that's what I needed to do. Otherwise it was not gonna it takes you down a bad path. Keeping right. physically fit is good for your body, it releases endorphins. I know it sounds cliche, but it is true. Well what happens if
0: you can't keep physically fit. This is a this is a main point as well. Not everyone's in the same aspect they can't actually go out and do that sort of stuff or they don't have the money to go and afford to buy weights and they can't go out and do that what what other things can people actually physically do to kind of make them sit and I don't want to say cure what they've got because there isn't I hate people that turn around and say that, you, that there's something wrong whether you've got a cure there's not like that it's a condition I mean what other ways can people make, make them feel more um uh, well can I get over it and get them over that hurdle
1: what is in people that can't perhaps do exercise at yeah. all yeah yeah Well, there's lots of things you can do, isn't there? Mental stimulation is more important than anything. Um, I mean, obviously, it's hard when you're maybe in that mindset to want to sit and concentrate on something, but I'm a fan of adult colouring, which sounds like the most ridiculous thing ever. Uh,
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Adult colouring?
1: Adult colouring.
0: Is this like you get a book? And you start doing colouring. I've and got loads of them, my five-year-old does that.
1: No, that's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. So what's adult so, colouring? Well, it's just meant to get you concentrating on something. It's small, it's detailed. It's not like a five-year-old's colouring book. And we know they never stay in the lines. This is like immaculate, tiny work. I can't
0: stay in the lines in a fight. I've struggled to do that. I'm yeah, not going to be any good at this. Then,
1: you'd concentrate hard on it, wouldn't you? So then you're taking your mind off things. you are concentrating on what you do and you get lost in what you're doing. Okay. I mean cool same idea. as reading but then lots of people lots of people don't like reading which is sad I, I personally am a fan of reading I love reading getting lost in a book
0: well if they've got a film of well, I'd rather watch the film
1: well, yeah, well, the, the, there you go that's that's you, you mean, you've
0: read all the Harry Potter films or uh, the Harry Potter books haven't you
1: I have indeed
0: I watched all the films
1: well done we are not the same <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's probably a good thing to be quite honest with you I've watched the films I was impressed i unpopular opinion guys just to change this completely I was oh, not a big no. I was not a big fan of the Harry Potter films didn't like it I thought I thought it was pointless why stretch something out for eight films you know right? let's get this get this straight right you know you're a young kid a wizard a big old powerful wizard is coming over and he's going to do you in <laughs> he's looking for you he's what, what do you do you don't sit there looking with a little magic wand and start flicking stuff about you go and get yourself tooled up don't you you do like a montage you know have you ever seen Commando <laughs> I mean, are Army doing commando montage you, you want to get that then you just go one film job done no mu- not ten years now one film probably make just as much money in the first film you wouldn't all eight combined it'd be that good wow there you go
1: so you're saying just blow Voldemort up why not Interesting. I'm not really sure you understood uh, the concepts of Horcruxes, but we could go into that, but I think I that's for another time. I have
0: literally triggered every single Harry Potter fan in the whole country right now.
1: Yeah, because let's be honest, Voldemort technically did die, but he didn't die because of his Horcruxes. Oh, so again, God. unless you're going to find and blow up all the Horcruxes, again, it still required eight films. So don't, don't, don't go there. We're going down a dark
0: path already.
1: We're going down a like, rabbit hole. We've only just... <laughs>
0: We're going down this. I can't believe it. I tell you what, next Lord of the Rings, chill in next time will I slate Lord of the Rings. I'm never going to slate that, it's too much. It's too. Good.
1: Please do not slate Lord of the Rings. God.
0: Oh no, we've got her again. Oh gosh, it's too easy guys. It's too easy.
1: <laughs> too
0: easy. So, so we're going again into the reading and the colouring, adult colouring sort of thing. It's, is, it, is it sort of thing to take your mind away from, to distract you away from things? It's
1: just meant to teach mindfulness, isn't it? It's teaching you to sit there, do something, focus on something, but also listen to your own thoughts a little bit. You're proper thoughts not when you're overthinking and you've got nothing to do and you're playing out every bad scenario as in when you're concentrating on doing something and you're listening to your natural thoughts I'm rubbish at it personally I'm not going to lie I'm rubbish at it Um, but I'm practicing it I'm practicing mindfulness because it's something I've never been very good at I'd rather keep busy socialise you know keep myself entertained surround myself with people block everything out it's not the way to deal with things and in the pandemic it's definitely not the way that you could deal with things so I'm like relearning how to deal with my anxiety like all over again
0: Okay, it's quite a challenging thing to do though isn't it?
1: Well it's because it's like deep, it's like wired and deeply ingrained I suppose so Yes, I'd say it is challenging. <laughs> <Good. I'm laughs> I can't so- sit at home chewing gum all day, which is a a little technique I use when I'm out and about, popping a bit of chewing gum, drink some water, have a mint, just something to like basically help.
0: You Ease yourself down because I'm yeah. not. I mean, I'm not one to say that I have actually suffered from anything like that in the past, sort of thing. But I did. I would say during this pandemic, I had, I didn't struggle with that sort of sort of stuff. Maybe a little bit. That's probably just been. I'd probably say it was more. Can I get anxiety because I was playing too much Call of Duty? I kept dying all the time. That's probably what it was. I, mean, I don't <coughs> want to shed light on the subject. Everyone's got their own way of dealing with things. Let's 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 be frank now. But um, it's just some from myself as not being a sufferer for that. It's a it's a little bit kind of alien to me to kind of figure out what is wrong with people when they like that. Not to say what was wrong but what's what's triggering them. What's it, What's making them like this? You know. So like people that are living with this, it's, it must be. I would say a little bit hard to kind of deal with because you don't understand it. I mean, what would you say to someone? Say if someone's listening to this right now and they, they, they're kind of getting that sort of like kind of mentality of my partner or my friend or someone that's very close to me. You can see them going there, but they don't, they're not realizing it themselves. What would you, what would you think would be the best way to approach it though?
1: I suppose the only thing that you really can do is let them know that you are there for them. I think that's all you can do when when it's like that. Unless someone is ready to admit themselves that they are struggling, you can't help someone. You can't. You can let them know that you're there, you can offer you know, an ear so that they've got someone they can speak to, they can confide in. But the thing is, a lot of people will be feeling these things, not knowing what it is. They'll be scared. They won't want to talk about it. They'll think... I mean, some of the things you think when you're like that, you're like, well, is that normal? What if I tell someone that and they think I'm odd because I think this way? Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of fear of judgment and things with... You know, there, there is a, there is a uh, stigma with it.
0: I said the one thing is judgment. That's... um I think that's a word that really gets kind of highlighted a lot with someone who's kind of suffering from that, is the judgment, the judgment from everyone else, and thinking that they've, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. And that's the, 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 the kind of aspect we need to really... As a society around here, I mean, I don't agree with everything that's happened over the past year. The stuff that I have agreed with, I do say. There's other stuff that I haven't. But the way that I don't like about it is the way that the, the government has actually portrayed it and the, the lack of help more yeah. than anything else. And it's a lack of sort of like kind of assistance to kind of help these people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's been a lot, uh, there's been a massive increase in people suffering with mental health anyway. That's been shown sadly in the amount of unfortunate suicides that have gone on as well in the last year and a half, which hasn't really been spoken about because obviously COVID, the pandemic, everything has taken the limelight on that. But Ah, yeah there's you know there has and males especially um you know mental health for men you know there's a lot of pride there there's a lot of you know i've seen it with friends of mine and you know it's taken a while for them to open up or say anything because it is it's it's a pride thing isn't it men don't want to show weakness like that but it's not a weakness
0: no, that's true. I mean, this is, it comes. It gets grained into us from generations of our fathers and all that sort of stuff. Saying, "Oh, you're a man. You must do man things." You know, like, you, you
1: sometimes want- get that whether you're a male or a female from a uh, parent. That's true. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, it's like
1: it's, it's,
0: it's, it's just the mentality of like from your parents. And I think this is. I think we're in a change at the minute.
1: Yeah, it was a different time then. It's
0: a different time, but this is the change we're going through now. We are now, like, I mean, we're both in our 30s at the minute. We've got the opportunity to, obviously, we've got young kids to actually teach them what's different. I think we're in this kind of sort of transition period now. We're not, we're we're getting rid of, like, the kind of millennials and all these other people. We are, well, we're millennials, and we're now having kids. We've been through a lot of change over the past, like, 30 years and we've seen it all and now it's up to us to kind of teach that pass that on to our children sort of thing and I think this is the transition of that sort of aspect to things
1: yeah yeah no I agree with you um, I, I've, I've, I mean obviously you and me have done a podcast previously yeah, um, about mental health specifically about mental health and I went quite in depth into my story and my background because yep. that's that's what your podcast is it is generally focusing on someone's story and where they've come from and where they are now but um, touching on that you know when I was 12, 13, not going to school because of the issues I was having. There was no help then. There was there was no help back then. Um, you know, my mum was getting into trouble because I wasn't going to school. She's getting fined left, right, and centre, threatens, you know, getting threatened um, about the fact that unless she gets me to school, there's gonna be problems. And then there's me at home, not knowing what to do, feeling away, I can't explain to anybody. My mum's getting mad at me because she's like, I don't know what's going on with you. Like it was just it was horrible it was not a good time but it just shows how far things have come now there is so much more help out there now whereas at the time my mum said she'd speak to people when she'd get told i'll try this through i'll email this person and she was like i just need help with my daughter to find out what's going on and she was like no one is helping me
0: it must have been such a frustrating time as well um uh, when you kind can can of I going through that sort of side of stuff i mean you said you had no help is do you, do you think that's changed now
1: I'd certainly hope so. I mean, I didn't even get help from the school. Like, the school weren't sending work home or anything. It was literally, I was just at home on my own. Mum had to still work. And I was just at home on my own watching TV, which back then, let's be honest here, even though we're not going back too far, you know, we had, like, the basic skybox then. Like, you couldn't record. You couldn't do all the things you can now. It was the same boring TV programmes day in, day out. A bit of, like... um you know, a home in the sun type thing. Like, that. you know, and it was that type of thing. The odd episode of Friends or, you know, it was boring daytime TV. It really was. There was nothing to do. And it was horrendous being stuck within four walls and not knowing how to deal with any of it. And there wasn't mm-hmm. the help.
0: And all you got to look at is that sort of kind of rubbish TV. But at least I had Jenna McHale to keep you company. He was still about, was he?
1: He was, he was about, yeah. I have to admit, I did quite like a little bit of Jeremy Carl, made me feel better.
0: Makes you feel better about your life, doesn't it? (laughs) It really does. I like it, I love it. It It's so much fun. It is so much fun. But I'm not sure at
1: 13 or 14, you should really be watching Jeremy Carl and comparing your life to that. Like That's (laughs) a little bit of a... But then again, that might reflect the kind of like... Place
0: I was in at the time. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, you know you are just sitting the going, Oh no, here we go. Am I going to be on here in the next five years?
1: Oh god, I really I hope not. not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is what my life's come to. So we've so we've talked about obviously the changes of what you went through compared to it. Yeah. Looking back at it, with I mean I'm going to try. This is going to be a very controversial one to be quite honest. Where you wouldn't like. Can I I'll look at the look I'm getting already? Oh, here we go. Um, medication side of things. Yes. Now I'm um. You, with all these sort of medications that have been bandied about and have been, basically been thrown like to people just like sweets. Yeah. That's basically what it is. You turn around to a doctor and say, oh, I feel depressed, I've got anxiety problems. Right, here's some antidepressants. Have some of these. Yeah. Do, you, do actually, the medication, as people start? are people starting to rely on it more?
1: Um, that's a bit of a hard one for me to answer because like I said, I've not, It's not a new thing with me. It's not something recent where they've just gone, I'll have this. Like, I, I don't know what's happening when people go to the doctors. I don't know if that is their first instinct, is here some tablets. I don't know. But like I said, when I was younger, there weren't as much help. And tablets was kind of a last resort, though, still. They were like it's something that eventually became a topic of conversation was you might need to go on some medication um but they were reluctant to do it especially with me being the age i was whereas now i do know that they are giving it to people a lot younger as well um whereas i was 14 and they were talking about putting me on it that was like kind of unheard of yeah and they said really it'd be 16 or above but they did at length discuss it but I didn't want to go on the medication and I didn't go on the medication until I was 16 and um, I definitely remember I said this one to you before the first day I took it (laughs) it was like placebo effect I literally um, my dad said it's not going to work straight away it's going to take a while they'd said I was going to feel lots of side effects over a period of a month to three months um, which almost some of them are worse some of them are as bad as the anxiety um, but that day I literally was like oh um took my tablet went out the door got the bus went to college spent all day at college came home had a great day this is unheard of this was literally like <laughs> I would walk to the bus stop I'd come back home dad would put me in the car take me to college Argue with me to get out of the car. I'd get out of the car. I'd get a cab back home. Yeah. It was a, it was an ongoing thing. That day I took that tablet. I think my brain just went, oh, well, this is going to make you feel better. So, um, placebo effect kicked in. I was high on life, and then the second day, couldn't get out the door again. Back to square one, and I was feeling all these things. And it's literally, it just shows you though how powerful the mind is when we're talking about all this yeah. mental health it just shows how powerful it is because other days you couldn't physically get me out the door I pulled the seal off around the front door before when a parent was trying to get me out it because I was that petrified I had agoraphobia for two years I did not leave the house
0: that's crazy isn't it it's crazy and it's
1: and now I'm sat here in King's Cross doing something I never thought I would be doing it just shows though this is what the thing to remember when you're going through things like this is everything is a victory it is like when you think about from how far you've come if you've been feeling low you've got to have the low times to have the high times otherwise you don't know what the high times are
0: true that's good that's that's a cracking way to put that isn't it I love that
1: Oh, thank you. Look at that. Every now and then I do get a good thought, it's you that,
0: know. It's an epiphany come through there, don't it? <laughs> it's like the, the moons, the, the planets aligned, and that came out fantastic. <laughs> I love that. But so we don't want to keep <laughs> jokes about this sort of subject. It should be joked about. But, um, it
1: shouldn't, but the I'm fact sorry. is, though, the reason it now can't be joked about, and you can't ever say anything at all is because of the stigma that comes with it like people make jokes in the wrong way about it and this is the issue because as someone who suffered if i want to joke and go oh my god like that day when i really struggled to get out um there are times where i look back and i'm like that was quite funny like the things that i did and the lengths i went to to not go anywhere were quite extraordinary yeah locking everyone out the house so i didn't have to go anywhere i'm like well if you can't get in and get me then you can't get me out the house like that to me now seems crazy and i'm almost amused at myself for doing it but at the time i obviously was not in a good headspace well
0: it's good that you can look back and now i'm not to see a laugh about it
1: well not laugh about it and i'm certain my parents wouldn't say laugh about it <laughs> when they had to get my granddad to come and uh, reason with me to let them back in their own house because yeah The problem was I was scared of my own shadow back then, living in a house, you know, two years spent indoors in four walls. You do go a little bit stir crazy and it seems alien talking about it now. It feels like a completely different person, but it's not because it's shaped who I am.
0: But it's coming round to when you were saying you were staying at the four walls all the time, you can kind of resonate that with stuff that's happened over the past year.
1: Oh, definitely. And this is why I knew I had to get on the fitness game because I was working, um, I work in retail, up and downstairs all the time, running around for customers. I'm on my feet eight hours a day. I love my job. But when then obviously we had to be stuck indoors all the time. And like I said, I'm a social person. Um, You know, I have every other weekend to myself, I was going out and socializing with people. When you're then indoors, 24 seven it really does it just took me back to a place i didn't really want it to take me back to mm. and this is why i was like i need to make sure while i'm at home now i'm kicking up the fitness i'm encouraging my daughter to do the same um we were in the garden playing football and things i made sure she spent at least an hour outside away from schoolwork, just doing what she wanted playing on the trampoline we all needed to do it we all needed sunshine we needed fresh air and we needed to keep physically fit
0: and that's it and, uh, and you see all these kind of fitness gurus that turn around and, and they use that as a, uh, like a, a marketing technique don't they and it makes me feel a little bit kind of I'd say sick but it upsets me yeah when you see them using that sort of thing to just get business the
1: thing is though I've seen a lot of people as well on social media and I follow a couple of people who um, I follow a particular person on Instagram and she's done amazing things in What's lockdown um, this fit mum Oh, this fit mum? This fit mum. Is she fit? She's a very good-looking lady. Right on. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, she's local to Colchester, uh, where I'm from. And, um, yeah, she's done uh, workouts and things. There's been live workouts every day for people to follow, people to copy. And she's made a real name for herself. She's been all over Instagram. And I had the pleasure, she came in the shop the other day as well, in the shop I work at.
0: Well, we're going to talk about that soon. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it just yet, but we will talk about that soon, because I, I want to hear some stories of this. Because guys, we don't know if that, obviously, Ken works in retail, and uh, what is it you work in?
1: Um, I work in Anne Summers.
0: Anne Summers. Oh, here we go. So, um, we'll go into that in a bit, we've got something to look forward to in a bit, but yes, so we've got these kind of, the kind of people that are using this as a fitness, and fitness is it's great. I mean, I love fitness, don't get me wrong, I do like it from time to time, I've kind of neglected it over the past year because I'm concentrating too much on my professional Call of Duty career, which I can <laughs> quite disappointingly say. It's not going very well. It's not going very well, but that's a different subject. I don't want to go down because I'll end up going off for a rant again, guys. I don't want to do it. I don't want to have two rants in one day. I can't do it. That's what it is. So it's um, that sort of aspect of leave, using this sort of like, of um mental kind of clarity with using fitness is a great tool it's a great tool you've also mentioned about using like kind of focusing stuff elsewhere yeah. taking your mind off things by using different techniques and
1: i've got into more hobbies that i had when i was 16 17 18 that i just not bothered with genuinely not bothered with and i think when you're a parent everything's about your child you're someone's mum and you know yeah. i i was at home with my daughter until two and a half years ago when um and sadly, me and her dad separated. I went back out to work and things up until then. I'd had, you know, I had lots of time with my daughter, but I'd lost who I was. I was just someone's parent. Now I'm back yeah. at work. And I was like, oh, new friendships, new people to talk to. Loved it, got so much confidence back from it. And then I was like, next is getting my hobbies back because I think as adults, it's easy to not have hobbies. It's easy to not have hobbies when you're you've got family you've got work you've got your kids to focus on and you encourage your kids to do all these hobbies oh go do this go do that but we're not leading by example anymore when we get to the age we are because everything's about them and that's great but you've got to show them as well yourself lead by example like if you've got a hobby they're going to find their own hobby it might not be the same one as you but they're going to find their own passion in life
0: that's very true yeah you have to kind of encourage that yeah because you're, 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 you're there as obviously, obviously all that,
1: I had it were? the other way around my daughter started in lockdown she's always been very good at drawing but she sat there and she was she finally got a phone someone was extremely happy she got a phone she started secondary school she needed a phone so she got one
0: it's all downhill from here you know that
1: I know I'm fully aware um, I've already experienced this when she asked if she could check into my hotspot while we were out and I went oh god here it goes Check
0: into a hotspot Check
1: into a hotspot. Had it happen at work the other day. A woman came in and her kid was on the phone and she went, Mum, can I borrow your phone? She went, what for? I need your hotspot. So I know it's all downhill and her daughter was 10 as well, so... (laughs) Um, but anyway, so she was using her phone, Googling things that she likes. My daughter's very into animals. Um, anything to do with animals, she's happy. And she was searching pictures of animals and drawing them from a phone. So quite a small picture and tra- transferring it onto A4 paper, like drawing it. I thought she'd traced this drawing, the first one I saw. She drew a picture of Scar from Lion King. And I thought that she'd traced it. And I like the went, way no, she
0: go straight to the, the, the bad guy. Simba's a lot nicer. Why can't you draw Simba? She's 10.
1: Cause Scar's cool. He's got, you know, like cool Scar on his face and... He's bad. Yeah, but...
0: Mufasa. That's the guy you need to look behind. That's, that's the guy you need to look up to. That's the guy you want to draw. Yeah, but
1: let's be honest here. Who's got the most interesting characteristics to draw would probably be Scar.
0: Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm in team Mufasa. I want to get a T-shirt.
1: I would draw Scar as well, to be fair. But James L. So,
0: Jones as a voice... Can, you can't go wrong with that. That's Darth Vader, you know.
1: I am fully aware that Darth Vader. <laughs> she's that out
0: there.
1: She also drew a picture of Darth Vader. So <laughs> why,
0: why is she drawing pictures of the bad guys?
1: <laughs> My daughter's a fan of Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Disney, the whole shebang mixture. She's not very girly. She has her moments. So she was never going to be drawing princesses. Let's put it that way.
0: I bet. So. She, I bet she didn't like. I bet when she did the karate kid, it wasn't Daniel that she was actually looking to cheer behind. It was a Cobra
1: Kai. No, she actually did cheer for Daniel in that one. And I know that because she told me she watched them the last few weeks at her dad. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, for, I know, awesome. exactly.
1: So <laughs> anyway. All oh my, oh my daughter likes to
0: watch his YouTube videos and <laughs> play with Barbies. I can't wait to get older order so you can actually like, enjoy the stuff I like.
1: Come and on. Marvel, DC.
0: Marvel and DC. She does yeah. like Spider-Man, though. She so can go See, this wrong. is why
1: my lockdown wasn't too horrendous, because I had a little mini-me who likes these things. She loves a bit of Marvel, loves DC. We watched all the Marvel films in chronological order, because it's the only way to watch it. Yeah, it was very Don't try and say different. Why? What do you mean, why?
0: we talked about chronological.
1: Chronological is in the order everything happens in the films, not the order the films are released.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you can mess things up a little bit though, don't it? From the end credits,
1: no, 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 Oh, no, no, oh my god, it does not. <laughs> you <laughs> might, you might miss a film or so till you get to it, but no, it doesn't.
0: God, we're going off on one again, <laughs> we're going off on one again, guys, but.
1: But what I was trying to get at is that little one doing her drawing and her seeing how much she enjoyed it it reminded me of how much I love my art. I do love art. I love going places to look at art. I'm very appreciative of it. Um, Where I'm sat right now, the street outside here, uh, Lower Stable Street, which is where this is, is amazing. They've got so much art hanging around here. There's art galleries nearby. I'm in my element looking out here right now. Um, it's really got me into back into my own hobbies so that's like me saying setting an example for my kid it was actually watching her do that that made me kind of think i need to pick up my hobbies because i'm not setting her an example Mm, good point so i've got back into my art i've been playing instruments again um i've always loved music been a big fan since i was little self-taught as well from a young age then had lessons when i got older need to encourage these things and now my daughter is playing instruments she loves it she's got drum kit sadly sadly (laughs) Sadly. (laughs) which at the moment she can't play properly this is why I'm saying sadly but um Again, it was an idea. We were going to get it for her, but then obviously the pandemic happened. She'd already... We'd already agreed to it, so she got a drum kit, but with no lessons involved.
0: That's it. Learn by doing... Her friend it. is
1: YouTube right now when it comes to that. Learn by doing... the Learn by
0: doing... It's like when with mine. She's uh, my little one. She's six years old. The Ginger General. She's a little legend. Got me wrapped around a little finger.
1: That's why she's called the Ginger General. The
0: Ginger General. As you can imagine, she has red hair. Bless her. It's not her fault. But... Um, she goes on all this so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to push things on her that I can be interested in I know yeah and um, it's, it's I'm trying to get into football she likes football but she doesn't like me teaching football <laughs> she has a hissy fit when I try and tell her but the one thing that she wanted I got her, her birthday last week it's a Nintendo Switch uh, so I'm quite chuffed about it because my first console I'm a massive gamer guys if you didn't realise I'm a bit of a geek I'm a massive gamer and I love all these sort of stuff I do a lot of streaming as well plug my, uh, my, uh, my Twitch channel as well <laughs> Just putting that out there, Fusion 83, hello. But um, I always do liking games. And now my dogs come over, I want a Nintendo Switch. And I said, what game do you want? And I swear, it was like a ray of light came down from the clouds when she went, Daddy, I want Mario Kart. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yes, here we go. Now there's something I can actually teach her. Because I'm a boss at Mario Kart. I'm, a bit of a, I'm, not, I'm putting it out there. And they wants to play with Mario Kart and Nintendo Switch, come at me. Come at me, but the thing is, I am literally going to have to teach her. But I can't wait to basically impart knowledge, and I want to destroy her at it. (laughs) I am literally going to destroy. I want her to rage quit because you have to teach them how to properly deal with loss. I can't wait to deal with that. This is what happens when you lose. Constantly, because you're never going to win against
1: me. Yeah, but you need that to happen. There's nothing worse than when you have a parent who lets their child win every time, and then they're no. having a hissy fit at 18 or 19 because they lost at something for the first time. That's
0: it. That's it. You teach them how to win. Competitiveness. You need you need to give them that drive behind them. No, there's no there's no um, these medals would you call them again? Participation medals? Nah, nah, that nah. That's getting chucked. There been no partici- participation medals in my house
1: see my family were always really good with uh, my little one it was a case of we'll play some games sometimes she'll lose and sometimes they will let her win or nearly win like they'd you know dumb it down a bit oh no my dad literally played pick up sticks with my daughter she got one stick
0: (laughs) I've no idea what pick up sticks is pick
1: up sticks is literally where you get a pile of sticks like it's a game and they're like plastic sticks like pointing on the end each of them and you literally f- drop it on the floor and where they land you've got to try and pick it up without knocking another stick and then you get to keep it well or you get the black stick if you pick up the black one you can use that one to help you pick up other ones well dad went straight for the black stick every time the team picked up a stick he went no you touched another one put it back she ends up with one stick he ends up with 49. <laughs> <laughs> that is not charitable, grandparent playing with a three-year-old. She was three.
0: <laughs> is this is this sort of games you play? Like in Suffolk and Essex? Do they not have electricity? Do you have a TV up there?
1: I don't know why you're sticks? saying that. You're from Essex, but what are we talking about? I was going to say we definitely do have TVs. Although you know, I've had an impressive, a, uh, an impressive 55-inch TV for a while now. How how long have you um, had your uh, large TV now?
0: I had it got three weeks ago, because I bought it drunk.
1: Yeah, and prior to that, Mr. Gamer Guy, how small was your TV?
0: Don't want to talk about it.
1: Exactly, don't thank don't you talk, very I much.
0: I did actually buy a 55-inch old yes, we singing old dancing yes, we were
1: in Essex and Suffolk, yeah, clearly. All-singing
0: old all dancing TV. I got it when I was drunk one night. I got it, I was like, and I woke up the next day, and I was like, I bought a telly last night. <laughs> I, <didn't remember laughs> I was like, I need to check my bag, just to make sure. And I bought it a fi- Two o'clock in the morning on... AO.com, there is obviously other places to buy your TVs from,
1: and uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: woke up the next morning to check out my emails, yeah, but a 55 inch telly, oh well. Only
1: lacking done. the soundbar though, which is why the football was watched at mine on the Sunday, because you've got to watch the football with an impressive soundbar as well as the big TV.
0: You do, you do. You the do. Thing as well, so we're going to get on to, so we've talked about, we'll get away from all this kind of um, crazy stuff that's happening. Um, we want to talk about where you work.
1: Where I work.
0: Because I know for a fact that you've got some cracking stories, so obviously what you do. So, Sarah, what you do and where'd you come from? <laughs> you know I <I'm> mean? Usual.
1: <laughs> right, okay.
0: So, you work in Ann Summers, don't you?
1: I do work in Ann Summers, yes.
0: It's okay. What happens? Well, hopefully, no one from Anne Summers is listening to this, if they are. Aye. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so Kim wants to run summers and this is going to be a funny because I've heard some, some stories from Kim that's been uh, um, bashed about that she comes out with. It. it must be a very unusual place to work.
1: It is. A, it's an entertaining place to work. I love the job. I really do. And I love the company as well. And that's not me just saying it. I genuinely like working for ran summers. The underwear is amazing like I just genuinely I love oh, my job we're not turning
0: this into an Anselm's commercial right no
1: now. I know but I'm saying genuinely I love my job I enjoy it so much it's so rewarding for several different reasons <laughs> well, where we the go? discount is, is good as well right here, the Let's... discount's good as well
0: <laughs>
1: you discount do you? 50% <laughs> I nearly cried when she told me I got 50% <laughs> I bet you did my voice went so high pitched that only dogs could hear me so <laughs> literally <laughs> And that was before I'd even purchased anything. That's uh, <laughs> true.
0: You, you when you start, kinda, your, your lecky meter starts to go mental and your, your lecky bill goes up. You're like, why is it going up all of a sudden? Are you working on someone's? What do you expect? <laughs> what do you expect? Invest in Duracell batteries and all that sort of stuff?
1: No, 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 no. No one does that anymore. No? Rechargeable.
0: Rechargeable? Oh, switch away, weren't right? Come on, switch away. We're in,
1: we're in rechargeable territory now. You're 30% more Powerful you don't want to be going out and buying batteries you don't want to be going in the middle of something and then go i need to nip to the shop and buy batteries that's not the done thing now we're in (laughs) 2021 we've we can do everything now we can do amazing things um i found out yesterday i have got a new washing machine i can turn it on through wi-fi like you can do amazing things now you definitely don't be needing batteries for a wi-fi washing machine. a wi-fi washing machine yeah
0: oh the future is here
1: I know exactly the
0: future is here I heard that you can actually my
1: dad sells these for a living and even he was astonished to see it had Wi-Fi on and he went what are they coming up with next like
0: can you play Snake on it though
1: no you can't play Snake on my washing machine can
0: you play Snake on these sort of things I know there's a, there's a no. fridge out there you can play Doom on oh really yeah you can play the old school Doom on a fridge oh, on a fridge
1: On a fridge. Yeah. I'm just going to go no offense uh, do you need to like is that necessary
0: no but you can so right. why not
1: Okay, well, we're getting off topic now, but either way, I was trying to say anyway. Rechargeable is the way forward. No one needs to go for battery power; that is done and dusted.
0: Wow! There we go, guys. Get yourself some rechargeable batteries. So, answer, answer
1: not rechargeable batteries. The whole thing is the rechargeable. Whole tab- okay, comes with its own little lead. All of them do now. Oh,
0: all
1: okay. the good ones. All the
0: good ones. So, so, all good you, ones. You got any cracking? What's the funniest one you've had? Uh, the stories you've got, Tom. You need to come out with some of them. Uh, have you had any? Do you get any like kind of really kind of, crazy, weird people coming in?
1: Um. I had a woman who was trying to um, sell someone a cock ring. Um, Yeah, she came in. She was not the full ticket, bless her, but she was trying to tell someone that they should be buying this, this young couple who looked really nervous to be in the shop. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my manager was like, can you go over and do the business and chat and distract her? So I was chatting to her and distracting her and that, but she was just adamant she wanted to try and sell someone this this toy it was the oddest thing in the world I think she just genuinely wanted a (laughs) chat she genuinely wanted a chat so I went over had a chat with her
0: normal people go online to chat to people but now now I'm just going to go to Anselm and chat to people you'd
1: be amazed how many we do have you'd be amazed how many people we have come in and you can tell they just want to chat genuinely wow but again, that kinda links into what we're saying about this whole thing with the whole pandemic. Loneliness has been a massive thing. And if you've lived on your own, you're now allowed out. You you know, some people are in shops for 10, 15 minutes after they've paid chatting to you about their life or their grocery shop or because they've missed genuinely missed human contact. Yeah. Nice they've segue, missed the it.
0: They yeah. huh? nice segue by the way, I love that. That's quite good. Taking my job away from me.
1: Sorry, honey. <laughs> You don't have me here for no reason, you know. I uh, know.
0: That's it. That's it. So. <laughs>
1: but um, yeah, no work. There's always some interesting stories. I just don't know what I should really share and not share. To be fair, it's a
0: touchy one and a Thursday afternoon.
1: It is. I mean, the funniest thing I suppose that I could say that is not too rude. But this this young guy came in with his friend and he was like, uh, "Oh, I'm here to buy an underwear set for my girlfriend." Told me what size she was. He was a smart man note that men when you come into a shop and you want us to help you choose a bra and underwear for your girlfriend find out what size bra she is before you come saying a handful is not is not an accurate sizing and definitely not trying to stand there in front of me and kind of gesturing towards my boobs to try and gauge a size is definitely not okay so
0: <laughs> is that what guys do this in? is what
1: guys do this is oh, genuinely what guys do so this guy what, came in prepared he had awesome. a piece of paper with her sizes on he was organized i'll give him that so i directed him to this beautiful set that i myself had bought the week before so i knew i was like it's, it's very nice yeah and um he decided to say to me he was like he got the set down and he was like oh yeah i'm really happy with that and then he was like oh what's this on the back now he said, is this a built-in toy on, this, on the back of this thong? This um, his friend left the shop out of sheer embarrassment of him asking this because he was being serious. I thought maybe he was joking. He was not joking. He genuinely was asking me, is this a built-in toy? It was the tag. It was the security tag (laughs) on the back of the underwear and he thought it was a built-in toy, like a panty vibe. I was like, nope, that is a security tag. His friend left the shop out of sheer embarrassment and was like, I'm not waiting in here, I'll wait outside for you because that's embarrassing, mate, and left.
0: (laughs) Made the guy feel so much better about himself.
1: I know, but I genuinely could not believe it when the girls from upstairs came down and joined me on the shop floor. I was like, I can't believe what I've (laughs) just had happen and they were like, no, surely not. I'm like, no, genuinely.
0: Ooh, ooh, I've got some guys for you.
1: Genuinely. But, I mean, this is, that's a very PG story. You've, you've heard me tell you a lot worse, but yeah, I don't you know go. how in-depth I should go, really, on daytime radio. Uh, <laughs> it
0: could go down a dark path. It could
1: go down a dark path. But the good news is, when we're talking about distancing and things, yes. my favourite thing to do at work, as you are aware, is a bra fit. Right, okay. Love doing it. But in lockdown, no one knows what size they are. Everyone's changed shape. Like you say, some people went the maybe chilled out, lazier route. Some people went down the fitness route. Everyone's body has changed shape in lockdown. No one can deny that. Very true. um People have come in. I don't know what size bra I am. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And my new gift seems to be I can tell people's bra size by looking at them. I and I've know. not been wrong.
0: Is that is that true? Can you actually do that? Yes. Wow, that's like some sort of sugar How can you do that?
1: I genuinely don't really know because I'm trying to teach other people. But the um, <laughs> thing is, to bra fit somebody, there are certain basic things you follow. Yeah. But to I don't know how now I can look at people and tell them what size they are. I don't understand it. And then some people have gone, no, I'm not that size. But then they've complained, actually, my bra's not fitting too well. And I'm like, please try this size on or take this size. And I've yeah. had people come back and say well done that fits me great I feel so much better about myself and I think we all need that when you're saying we're going back out and we're doing things as well like we're getting back out there people have been single in lockdown as well people have not been able to date people have not been able to do these things having I'm sorry I hate to say it, it's while I've working there having a good set of underwear and that and knowing you've got your stuff in order makes you feel great it does but
0: it's also nice to wear on your tinder profile picture as well
1: I would never suggest that, but that's me personally. I'm also not a fan of a filter on my on a Tinder profile picture either. Do you know? No, no, personally not. You might be really disappointed if you go and meet someone and they've not got doggies on the date. (laughs) If you're a dog fan. You might be upset by that. I personally think everyone is beautiful. Everyone just needs to embrace how they are and genuinely filters I think are the worst thing ever because I've I've taken photos with filters on. Don't get yeah. me wrong when I've been with friends, but I've looked at them and I'm like, Wow, I look amazing with that filter on. But I also don't look like me. You yeah. don't look like you and it's dangerous. It's so, so dangerous.
0: Well oh, yeah, could you probably get catfished a lot? There's bit?
1: a lot more ways to feel confident about yourself and I personally think underwear for women is a massive one having underwear that fits properly how many people I've had people cry in the changing rooms because I've given them a bra fit and they've said that they feel amazing in what they're wearing and they didn't even know they could look like that wow now that to me is amazing and fulfilling people that have had babies and things and their bodies have changed and things or people that have had massive weight loss and they've got excess skin and they don't know what to do about it and they don't know what to wear to feel good and you make someone feel good and they stand in front of the mirror and they look at themselves and go wow I didn't realise I could look like this that's amazing I go home and I I love my job I genuinely love
0: it. That's cool but the thing is you're obviously kind of helping more women than anything else to kind of help feel better about themselves
1: definitely but i've had couples come in and like the husband they've just had a new baby a couple for instance that came in the other way just had a new baby she's not feeling great about herself they've come in to try and find her some underwear she doesn't know what fits her she felt amazing and he was like thank you he said she seemed so much happier like even he's saying she's plus obviously he's going to enjoy the benefit of the lovely underwear he's he's going to
0: be happy later on that night to be honest isn't he she's going to feel happy that she's been bought something and then he's going to be feeling happy because he's in for it
1: but it's true though that I love that is why I love my job before I worked at Ann Summers I myself had no confidence I'd been a stay at home mum to my beautiful daughter and I had four step kids as well um I was van ragged, I was used to the whole family life, and then my life changed, it was just me and my daughter. Still saw my stepkids, but my life changed. I was like, right, I need to go out, I wanna get a job. Went for, handed my CV in at Ann Summers, and they were one of the first that got back to me. I weren't sure if I was gonna be out of my depth working somewhere like that. When I told mum I got the job, she said, yep yeah, I can see that you've always been a bit weird I'm not sure that's a compliment but <laughs> she was like I could see you working somewhere like that I'm not a prude if that's what she meant politely by it um, but yeah love my job and the confidence it's given me is outstanding and honestly how many people I like I say I've seen come in and have left feeling very confident or they're smaller than they thought they were because they were like wearing size extra large and i'm like you're a medium and they're like no i'm not tried it on realized i'm right people women look at themselves in really odd ways sometimes are very much like body dysmorphia
0: i can imagine that to be fair
1: yeah it's, it's, uh, but i wonder do men do the same
0: i would say yeah i would say so i would definitely say so especially if you've like kind of i don't know you've gained a few pounds you've you've not been to the gym as much and you're feeling a bit kind of off you're losing your hair because of certain subjects. I, 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 I'm I, literally... All Not na-
1: blaming the female in your life about losing your hair, all, I hope. All,
0: all in that category. I fall under every single one of them. I used to have a beautiful head of hair, it's now gone. But you do get like that, and you do feel a bit self-conscious about yourself, but guys don't show it as much. It's the same sort of thing with the mental health thing we are talking about before. Yeah, Guys don't show it as much, don't show their feelings as much as well. And um, we can uh, use that sort of thing to kind of... Uh, I don't know, the use. It's, it's different. It's a weird way to do it you don't really voice it as much as we should do no uh, it's just, just the way it is but we just try and do we, I don't know what we try and do different we just try and do what we do really to be honest
1: yeah men don't have as many choices as women when it comes to clothing and bits and pieces as well do you know what I mean
0: yeah that's, that's true the thing is as well you guys have got loads of different stuff all we've got is like oh I was going to say Burton's well, that's gone <laughs> H&M and ms still about high street chains and all that unless you're a bit posh and you want to go for the higher name brands fair enough yeah. Fair places. So, so guys, we're literally coming up to the end of it. We're coming up to the last minute of the show. This has been the uh, Ryan from the Walk the Line podcast as well, and joined by Kim. Kim, thanks so much for jumping on here uh, and uh, joining me on my debut show.
1: Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. You've kind of given me the. Uh podcasting bug now
0: she has yeah she has. so kim's obviously she does a little bit of stuff with Anne summers as we already discussed but she also works uh, she has her own podcast and what's your podcast called
1: uh the mirror's edge podcast and it's focusing on uh the topics we've spoken about today to do with uh mental health and uh self-esteem and self-confidence which yeah
0: fantastic guys check it out it's on all major platforms and imagine so this has been an hour of the walk the line Hope you guys enjoyed it. This is the kind of ins and outs of what we always do here, chat about stuff and just have some fun. So, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your day. Go out there and tell somebody you love them. And it's been an absolute pleasure. Take care of yourselves.